0: And welcome to another episode of the Rethinking H2O podcast, where every week we explore different stories around water that include safe water projects, trends in the water space, and Blue Mind. We hope you enjoy listening, and now here's your host, Kevin Sofen.
1: So, how is it possible to offer safe and accessible water for the developing world? eWaterPay offers a unique solution to circumvent some of the problems seen in cash based economies eWaterPay utilizes a key fob, smartphone, and different cloud-based monitoring software to be able to offer an accountable and measurable water distribution and network system. This allows those that are investing money to install confidence on how they'll get their money back. This allows water operators to know how much money they're receiving and how much revenue they're collecting. And most importantly, allows consumers to know how much money they have in their account, how they can actually accessibly and reliably obtain water 24-7. What I love about eWaterPay is their ability and desire to bring safe water solutions to the entire world in a sustainable water infrastructure 24-7, 365, and is really doing some awesome stuff disrupting the water space. We hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast, and take care. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rethinking H2O podcast. Really excited to have Alex Burton, the CEO of eWaterPay, here on the podcast today. Alex, welcome to the podcast. How you doing?
0: Kevin, great. Thanks. Really good to talk to Chicago and and the world.
1: That's right. So for those of us that don't know much about eWaterPay and and some of the issues that you have faced head on with dealing with issues of accountability and transparency of paying for water in this whole frictionless transaction of water concept, give us some concept on what is eWaterPay and what is the technology solution that you provide?
0: Yeah, that's great. Well, I mean, many of your listeners probably don't know that a huge amount of taxpayers' money, whether it's U.S., uh, U.K. or charity money, uh, goes into providing uh, water uh, in the developing world, whether that's boreholes or pumps. But what's a real tragedy is that 40% of these systems that are provided by charity and by um, taxpayers' money are broken after 18 months. And they're broken after 18 months for two key reasons. One reason is that there's no ability to monitor those systems, to check on operations and maintenance. And the second reason is because there's no confident and assured way of collecting revenue uh, for the water dispensed. It's a common myth that most people don't pay for water in the developing world. Uh, Most people do pay for water, but they pay for water using cash Uh, at the tap through the tap attendance and between 40 and 70 percent of that money doesn't actually reach the water operator. So what eWaterPay has developed is a smart meter that is connected to the internet that monitors the water system 24-7 and presents that water system to the water operator on a dashboard on his computer. What it also does is we monitor the entire financial ecosystem. We pay, we sell credit to the water consumers uh, using mobile money or PayPal or charity donation via PayPal. We then dispense the water. And when the uh, consumers put their tags uh, to the tap, we dispense the water. We collect the credit. And then at the end of each month, we disperse the finance to the water operator. So he gets All of the money that uh, has been dispensed from the tap, having taken off our service charge.
1: And give me some context on why cash-based transactions are problematic and how using a card or a tap that has preloaded money on it solves some of these previous problems.
0: Well, um the challenge with a cash-based society is that there's no confidence with the owner of the system, whether that's an electrical supply or a water supply, there's no confidence that the owner of the system will get 100% of all the revenue that's been collected. What we do, and as I said, we have tags, digital tags, and we have online wallets. And the consumer charges his online wallet with credit using uh, mobile money or, or PayPal. He then collects his credit Uh, from our water meters. When he presents his tag to the water meter, he then can collect his water and he he spends his credit collecting the water. And then that money is then handed back, having taken our service charge, handed back to the water operator at the end of each month. And we've seen revenues of water operators go up uh, by upwards of 700 percent, having created this digital finance transaction scheme.
1: That's fantastic. And I know this is significant because it seems like what your company has done is leverage the whole idea that the entire world – not the entire world, but a lot of the world now, especially Africa, has smartphones – and with the ability to have smartphones to upload your money to your account and to have these little tokens that you can use to add money to and then pay for it, it seems like you have now leveraged some of the digital economy with, via smartphones to be able to improve this process of buying, selling, and most importantly, maintaining water systems throughout the developing world.
0: Yeah, you're, Kevin, you're absolutely right. There, I guess there are there are a few technologies which have arrived and become ubiquitous that have enabled us to deliver this technology. The first is exactly, as you say, the ubiquity of mobile phones in Africa. And we're not talking about smartphones here, although there are smartphones uh, in Africa. The reality is that people can purchase credit uh, using a a basic, what, what I would describe as WAP or one of those old Nokia phones that we had a few years ago. So it doesn't require a smartphone, although it is easier and the and the picture is more clear with a smartphone so first is the ubiquitous use of mobile money in africa and mobile phones the second is the the 2g mobile network in africa so we only need intermittent 2G connectivity, to be able to provide uh, 24-7 connectivity up to the cloud, which is where all our information is kept. And the final piece of technology is the use of near-field communications, which is the sort of technology that you use when a tag is presented for, for touch payment. So those three technologies, mobile phones the mobile phone coverage of 2G and near-field communications have enabled us to do this. That's fantastic.
1: And give me some context on how this has now instilled confidence and accountability in both the water operators and the water consumers. And, and where, where is this impact being seen throughout the world?
0: So we're operating in three countries. We started in Gambia. We've now got over 100 meters uh, in Gambia. Some have been operating for 18 months. Uh, more are being put in almost every month. Uh, we're also operating uh, in Ghana. We've got um, just over 100 there now, working with two clients out there and are expecting to put more in over the next six months. And finally, we're operating in Tanzania, where we've um, got over uh, over 100 meters in operation now. And as I said earlier, our water operators have seen their revenue collection go up by upwards of, in some instances, by 700 percent. And that 700 percent includes the service charge that we, we take for managing that financial and operations and uh, maintenance part of their system. So the operator sees his revenue go up. The operator has a far better understanding of his water system using this dashboard, which presents the uh, the revenue, the amount of water that's been taken. It presents any faults in the system. It can present key performance indicators, either by reliability uh, or by revenue collection or by water delivery. And we also have a system which sends an immediate SMS message to the water operator and to the technician if there's a fault in the system. So he's now seeing not only revenue collection go up, but the reliability of this system uh, improve. And of course, for the consumers, the ability to get water 24-7 at any time of day or night means, and far closer with far more reliability uh, than they've had previously, uh, means that particularly those people that are most likely to be collecting water Uh, The women and the children are able to either do other work or go to school. So we're seeing what's been quite interesting in an impact study we've done is we're seeing doctors reporting lower numbers of uh, diarrhoea diseases because water is being collected from safe sources. We're seeing school teachers getting higher attendance at schools. Uh, We're seeing a far more reliable water system. And we're seeing far more revenue collected than was done previously.
1: That's really fantastic. So, give me a little more insight in terms of how does it actually work for consumer? Where it, it seems like they would add money to their card, and then they would take their tap. That and then, what's it work? What does it work? Where they go to the tap and then swipe it, or what? What's the process look like for a consumer that's going to get water?
0: Yeah, great question, Kevin. So the consumer has a, what we describe as an e-water tag or token. And uh, that token is unique to the consumer or household. And uh, it has got encrypted data, data on it. That consumer can charge the, the, that consumer also has an online wallet associated with that tag. And that online wallet sits on the cloud. So, the consumer can then charge his online wallet in several means. He can send mobile money to his online wallet uh, using mobile money or using PayPal. A member of his family, the diaspora, either in a a city or or abroad, can send credit by credit using mobile money or or PayPal and present it onto his online wallet. Or he can go to a reseller uh, in the village and purchase credit. The credit sits on the online wallet. And then the individual presents his tag to his local tap. And the first thing that happens is that the all the credit that's sitting on his online wallet will be downloaded onto his tag. Once the And that takes, you know, matters of seconds. Once that credit has been downloaded onto his tag, he's able to collect water. And uh, he takes as much water as he wants, the amount of water that she's got credit for, and then returns. So the system is entirely closed loop. What then happens at a frequency that is decided between ourselves uh, and the water operator is we then return the revenue uh, to the water operator for the water that um, he has dispensed. Now, there are several things we can do. We clearly take our service charge that we, we, we charge for delivering both this financial ecosystem and also the operations and maintenance ecosystem. But the other thing that we can do, which is very exciting At the moment is we can offer far more confidence um, to lenders. Clearly, the capital expenditure of a new water system is high, even in the developed world, potentially too high for most water operators. So they need to go to the market. And in the developing world, they can do exactly the same. What we can do is we can give confidence to the lender that they will get their money back on a regular basis, because we can develop a smart contract that pays back that loan before the remainder of the revenue gets returned to the water operator. That gives the water operator confidence that he can invest in his water system and the lender confidence that they'll get their loan paid back uh, over a period.
1: That's exciting. And it seems like there are a lot of solutions for water treatment, water distribution. Uh, but eWaterPay has now somewhat, yeah. you could say, cracked yeah. the code on being able to provide the level of confidence for people who are providing the capital and then people who are ultra ultimately trying to operate the systems and making the financial accountability for those operating it. And then people those actually giving the money for the upstart confidence that this water system is going to succeed. And, and I think that's, to me, what's impressed me most about eWaterPay, because there's it's sort of connecting the dots on the financial part to help bring water to those in need.
0: Yeah, Kevin, you're absolutely right. I'm sorry, I missed the very beginning of your commentary. But I think that that what we find most exciting is, is exactly as you described. But I take it a, a level further, which is the area that we're we're excited about developing over 2019. And that is that there are, there are some water systems in Africa that are never going to deliver a, a, an investment return to any investor. They're fragile. They're in very, very remote communities. Um, those sorts of water systems, uh, we would expect the charitable sector to invest in. And we can, we can give that charitable sector confidence that the investment that they make uh, will be a long-term and enduring investment and that the water system can be sustained at the other i mean it's perhaps not an extreme but at the other end of an example there will be water systems in the developing world where you would expect to get a return or at least expect to get some a payback on a loan and what we can do is we can we can connect Impact investors to systems where we we can either expect, either provide an annuity or we could provide the payback on an interest-free loan or potentially some form of return to an impact investor with the confidence that they're going to get either the loan back some form of annuity and potentially even a financial return for the investment. So the water operator and the consumers. Uh, get water infrastructure investment with uh, far more quickly and with far more confidence than they would have previously. And the investors or char- charitable donors have the confidence that at the very least their money is not going to be wasted and they provide a sustained water system, but potentially they can get some form of return on their investment.
1: That's amazing. It's apparent that you... Or a link in the chain that connect the dots between a lot of different players from the end user to the water operators to those providing the capital to the charity implementers. And, and I think there's a lot of interest to, to all these parties. So if, if people wanted to try and figure out if this is a model that would work for them or get in touch to collaborate with eWaterPay, what would be the best way for them to get involved?
0: Hey, well, look—we'd be delighted uh, to talk to 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 anyone that's interested in joining us with this journey. I mean, we we the two founders, Alison Wedgwood and and Rob Highgate, founded this company with an absolute passion to to disrupt the water sector in the developing world with an aim of providing sustainable water twenty four seven to, you know, millions and millions of people. So in answer to your question, how to get in touch, we would really like to hear from those people that want to use our water system, and we'd really like to hear from people who might be interested in investing in infrastructure, either as a charitable donation or potentially uh, for some form of uh, impact investment. How can they best get in contact with us? Well, I'd be delighted to hear from them. Uh, my email address is alex.burton at ewaterpay.com. Uh, you can find us uh, on our website, www.ewaterpay.com. As I say, we're operating in three countries in Africa at the moment. We've got, ex- we've got interest in, in South America. We've got interest in Asia. Um, and uh, we can deliver our system anywhere in the world where there is intermittent mobile phone contact, we connect automatically to over 440 networks worldwide. So we're not constrained to the current countries at all.
1: Awesome, Alex. Well, it really was a pleasure learning more about eWaterPay and and we're fired up and excited for what's ahead in 2019 for eWaterPay.
0: Kevin, that's a real pleasure. Well, it's been very exciting chatting to you uh, and being able to explain the really exciting technology and principles that uh, the two founders, Alison and Rob, set up within the company. And I really hope that uh, this, great, this great interview catalyzes some interest across the world. Thank you.
1: Of course. Well, what I found really interesting about this podcast with Alex is looking at how we can offer confidence to those that are lending money to those that want to invest in infrastructure. So, a lot of people around the world that want to do good, but they also want to get their money back and have some return. So eWaterPay is giving a unique solution that allows them to understand and track where that money is going and ultimately set up some type of plan that's going to allow them to get paid back from their investment. I think it's really important to look at the different kpis that E-Water pay is managing from how much water is flowing how much water are they charging for and then looking at how to set up some of these automatic maintenance procedures in some of these different systems because again all these water systems are great but if there's no ongoing maintenance it's not going to do any good and it's important to be able to understand that because stuff breaks uh, o-rings there's pumps there's valves just stuff breaks over time so it's important to know some level metrics on how many gallons have flowed and that how, how much time has passed since the last maintenance cycle to make sure that those that have invested money, that those that, who are operating the system, and most importantly, the end user that wants safe water can have access to safe water today and tomorrow. Uh, really cool to see the work that they're doing in Tanzania, Ghana, and the Gambia. So if you're a charity that wants to get involved and expand their concept around social enterprise water models, this is a great turnkey solution for you. Granted, there's some, some little mo- modest development work that needs to be done getting into new countries, but eWaterPay is a very forward, innovative company that wants to get involved, wants to help. So I recommend any charity or any impact investor that wants to explore enterprise models is to check out eWaterPay. We're happy to work with them this year and we have a good relationship with them. But definitely check them out at eWaterPay.com and please slide into my DMs or any questions you got with me. Look forward to hearing from you. Take care. Peace.